up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 40. We made it. A milestone, kind of. 50 will be like a big milestone-ish. Yeah, no, it, it's just been so much fun. I've been yeah. having so much fun doing this. I know, it's gone by really, really fast. 40 weeks, 40... I mean, that's more than 40 hours we've done for sure. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's probably closer to 100 hours. So we, yeah, we feel a little accomplished for yeah, sure. it's been fun as hell. And today I'm really excited for this one. This is our last Halloween scary themed podcast episode for October. We are going to be doing a ponder sesh, which if you haven't heard our other ponder seshes, have we, I think we've done one or two. Just one. Um, well, we did one, but we called it strange phenomena, but same idea. We both bring small little stories and then it's kind of a podcast about with an overall theme, but like different topics brought in and we kind of like teach each other things that we found. In yeah, life. exactly. It's a lot more jumping around kind of thing versus mm-hmm. like. You know, like last week with Gacy, yeah, where it was an in-depth, like one story. So we're switching up on y'all yeah. today because we I think be more conversational today. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, I've got some really good stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, so let's get into it. First things first, though, check if you guys haven't checked out the new merch store, get over to milehiremerch.com because the 20% off sale is only through October 31st. And if you Freak want week. one of those amazing Freak Week shirts. Yes only gonna be available for like another couple days i told people we would make the shirts available to like november 5th though yeah that's fine through yeah so head over to mile higher merch if you haven't already and use the code mile higher for 20 percent off no or, it's code launch homie. don't <laughs> even make your forgetting. own codes launch you made 20%. the damn code god it's one of those days guys so bear with me you can get yourself a mile higher podcast uh, mug i have mine right here yes and guess what guys i am looking into blankets dog bandanas tumblers oh shit and maybe even a grinder so oh shit (laughs) you got to get over there get hit that newsletter (laughs) those things are not there yet just so you know no they're not there yet anyway anyways we also want you to check out hemp bombs if you're needing some natural medicine for anxiety stress that is 100 percent legal well i guess it's not legal everywhere now but I think it's legal still in the country everywhere, isn't it? Or can you still get it online? I don't know. I'm hearing things out of Alabama, out of Ohio. I think it's like on a local level. Some of the places are are like banning CBD oil. What a joke. Like, really? How long are you going to like try to tread backwards? The rest of us are going forward. Okay. I don't understand. It's it's bullshit. um, There's here. I have some dog CBD. This is beef flavor. I just want to show you how much because people always ask me, like, do your dogs even like it? Is it hard to get them to drink it? No, it's not. Check it out. Get it, Booch. It's chicken flavored. No, it's beef flavor. Oh, it's beef flavor. So your animals love it, and it just mellows them out. It yeah. really does work. It'll like, just calm her down so she'll stay and sit right here the whole time, and she won't get nervous. Because she doesn't like heights. Mm-mm. She's on a tall stool with us, so she is a little scared. So, but, yeah. But yeah, awesome they've stuff. also got the, I mean, one of their trademark products is definitely this, the vapes, um, the vape juice. It's really good stuff, guys. I, I use it all the time because yeah. I don't need like a heavy dose of it, but mm-hmm. a little bit throughout the day really helps me a lot. Yeah, so. especially if you're someone who just likes vaping or smoking or you're trying to get off of smoking cigarettes or something like this, I right, think would totally. be a huge help. <laughs> this, <laughs> that sounded weird. As wow, fun. that sounds so weird. Sorry. Josh is using the farm fresh strawberry milk flavor. Oh, so uh, good. I was just, who was I texting with about this? Oh, Kathleen. Kathleen Lights, if you're listening, we were texting about the flavors of this and she freaked me out for a second. She's like, it looks like they only have mint and watermelon. And I was like, 
what? I like went to the website. I was so worried. I'm like, they got rid of all the flavors. And then I looked. She was like in the wrong spot. But um, yeah, there's like I, I was telling her flavors. there's a sugar cookie one that's like unreal. They're they're so good. These vape juices. They they are very very good. Yes. Yeah, so if you if you want to try it out, twenty percent off. Mile higher is the code at hempbombs.com. So yes, I wanted to start off with uh, the Patreon question of the week. And this week's Patreon question of the week is from our friends, Brittany. And she asked us in relation to last week's episode about John Wayne Gacy, the serial killer can serial killers mm. after doing time be rehabilitated to a point where they can return to society and be a functioning member of society. That's really hard. I don't know a serial killer. Like that means you've killed, I think at least three people for basically for fun. Yeah, I think it's at least three before you like three or four. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely a couple. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like if you've like you've already had a couple chances now. Well, like, it's just I'm, like you're know. taking life at this point. And there's a lot of serial killers that so I would you say absolutely give a life. not. I don't care what they do. They need to stay behind bars. Maybe there's a few that have like killed a few people and like I don't know. But honestly, I really think that that'd be pretty hard to rehabilitate them because a lot of them, if you think about it, are like sociopaths and they can act, they can act the way that they think you want them to act to be released and then go out and do the same thing. Right, like it's hard right. to trust them. These are people that have murdered like tons of people. I don't, you trust can't them trust shit. them. I don't think you can ever gain their trust back after no. something like that. I wouldn't. How do you someone. trust? Would you trust a serial killer? They're like, hi, I'm trying to get a job at McDonald's. What was your, Oh, let's look at your resume. Oh, serial killer. Okay. 30 people. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely want you no working in the around, public. But don't be afraid to try again next time. Now, let's just say like on a human being level, can a person that does that redeem themselves and like be a good person before they yes. die? Like, yes, uh, that I do think that in jail, they could really do the best with their situation. And maybe if they were doing well in jail, they could give them more privileges in jail such as being around other inmates or possibly helping other inmates with something or running a program. or I mean, there's all types of things for people that have life sentences, but they want to make the best out of their time there because they know this is as good as it's going to get. Might as well make my life like somewhat good in here. Yeah. And I mean, you, you see a lot, you actually see a lot of serial killers that end up finding religion in prison. Yeah. Especially, you know, like Christian faith, things like that. Even like Gacy, he was like found, yeah. I think he found faith like at the end of mm -hmm. his life. And well, a lot of people in prison are talking about it because well, you have so much time to think in to prison. You're true. just sitting there thinking a lot of the time, just reflecting on your life. And well, there's chapel there. They, they literally hold yeah. services. So it's not, they naturally kind of like draw you in yeah. because it's like, I might become religious. You want to redeem yourself. Up. You never know. I mean, God, you need some type of like hope. Brain stimulant. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But um, yeah, I think it'd be pretty hard to rehabilitate a serial. Killer, I, I just my opinion is I don't think you take that chance. I don't think you let them. I out. don't think I think <laughs> let them be the cook. In I the think house. especially Maybe like mass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> that would make sense. They would have knives and shit. Seriously. Yeah, let them like, I don't know, lead P.E. class or something. <laughs> I don't know. Do there's I mean, I don't privileges. Do you need to be locked in a cage for the rest of your life? No, that's what I'm but, saying. Like, I don't think because a lot of serial killers are probably just in solitary confinement. They probably don't even have roommates because no. if they've killed that many people, they're, they're not outside like, like one Here's hour. Here's a new day. roommate. He's killed 17 people. Good luck. Right. You'll be in this small <laughs> thing and we probably won't notice if he kills you for a little while. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I just 
because on the flip side you think about the victims families and things like that and you're like fuck that guy like you're just like i would he should just be dead like maybe they just should just be like mandatory death sentence for serial killers so that we I don't, don't know that's hard though but then it's like yeah Ugh, you were opening a whole nother can of worms now <laughs> seriously all right let's let's get going because i'm ready to talk about halloween stuff. did you want to mention what oh, happened yes. today i do want to talk about this for just a second here i just wanted to acknowledge something terrible that happened today in america october 27th we're filming this on saturday um well i was up super super early this morning i was watching cnn and it was so weird I just had it turned on because literally there's nothing on at six in the morning and Josh was asleep. So I had it on like 5% volume and there was like nothing going on, literally nothing. And I was like, this is so boring. The news is so boring. All it is is politics and fighting and drama, drama. Like it's just been like nothing's going on. And then not even kidding a minute later, breaking news, active shooting. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I can't believe I almost was like, did I just wish for this? This was crazy. It just literally just happened. But obviously, it was just a coincidence because this kind of stuff is happening so often that it's not that yeah. outrageous. But today, we lost 11 people in a synagogue who were peacefully practicing their religion on a Saturday. Due to some hating fucking piece of shit. Anti-Semitic mm -hmm. whack job that went in there and killed these people. Um, and he he is not part of the death count. So 11 people. And then I believe there's like four or six injured I can't remember the exact amount, but I, I think three or four are police officers that either died or got injured. I know a few police officers lost their lives, and they were very heroic because if they hadn't had done what they he did— He could have he, done a ton yeah, of damage. Exactly. They stopped Because they're they all in a small area. That would have been—yeah, that would have been—well, I mean, that's—that, you know, God, you got to be thankful for the police in yeah. situations like that because, fuck, like— yeah. I'm not running in there, yeah, you know, dude. like guns. Who knows what this guy had? He clearly imagine? had firepower. Like I don't think that. any of us can even, unless you're a police officer. Running towards the yeah, danger. Running towards you have to the sprint danger. to where you could be killed. Like that's Yeah, and not even knowing the what's risk. there or what's going on or what you're going to see. The, but other people the, are um, relying on you, counting on you to yeah. be there. Like, save them. That in your time of need, no in that time, nobody them. else is coming. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's just, it's God. horrible. And... Um, one of the the guys that was on the scene, I can't remember. He was doing the press conference earlier. He said that it was the worst crime scene he's ever walked in on. Holy shit! So pretty sad stuff. I just wanted to, you know, reach out to all our subscribers in Pittsburgh, and of course, anyone affected by this directly. If we happen to have anyone, and of course, the entire Jewish community, our hearts go out to all of you. We know that this is just very, very hard to deal with and very upsetting should not be happening and <sighs> I wish one day we could really come together and work together on a solution to figure out how to stop this craziness. I know. And these things are, are classic examples of just like wake up calls to all of us of how unevolved we still are and like yeah. just how far the we got to go. The evil that still like, exists in our yeah. world. It's very sad. People's mind. Yeah. People mindset, people's mindsets need to change. Like mm -hmm. that's the only way we move forward. And I mean, I just keep thinking with all these things and I brought this up to Kendall and I thought I'd share because I'm sure all of you have thought this too, but you know, with all the problems going on in the world, all the news, everything that's just going on, like, is there anything that would completely just like automatically cause us to switch directions and, and really elevate our thinking on a dime? And the thing that keeps coming back to me is if literally aliens, extraterrestrials, yeah, like Bill literally... Said like come out and reveal themselves to all of us 
and you know change everything it would just like like i think we'd all be forced to like holy shit like our you know life is so much bigger than just our little bubbles that we Mm -hmm. live in and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's it's not about us it's like you know looking bigger than ourselves and i don't know i just think i just i hope for that day before the opposite of that happens you know so but yeah thoughts thoughts and you know positive vibes out to all the victims and families so just wanted to pay tribute because yeah this sucks and who knows maybe one of you out there were you know directly affected by it so just want to say that but let's get into the first very freaky but real topic we have today now i don't know about let's quickly just haunted houses what are what are your first thoughts do you like them no no how many have you done in your life have you done probably like five you've done five probably mm-hmm. both home and like professional and stuff Mm-mm. all professional ones. all professional including like home ones probably like i don't know like eight do you remember like we did one in our garage one year so you never liked them you just were like fuck this like no i've never liked scary shit i know that sounds so weird people are like what are you talking about you have a crime and conspiracy channel <laughs> no i i Why actually don't like scary movies i don't like sitting there and being afraid like scared of things i hate gore I don't you like, like to, you just like are like not a huge horror out. fan, but no. you like thriller, some yeah. kind of I'm scary interested stuff. interested yeah. in crime and stuff, obviously, right. but really? So you're not wild about having a real life um, experience of this horror and being in complete utter fear? No, because they always find out that you're the one that's scared and they chase you. It's true. The, and they do uh, oftentimes go for the girls because they want the screams. The I mean, that's why they do it. They want the screams. Yeah. So I, I've been a big a fan of haunted houses throughout my life. I've been to a bunch. I go every year and I haven't gone the last year or two for whatever reason cuz I'm an adult now and I don't know. Yeah, what are we going to go to a haunted house? <laughs> but I'm like I for me when I walk through a haunted house, I'm like smiling and laughing the whole time. I'm that guy. Like I kind of jump and stuff and maybe let out a little scream, but You're like my dad. But I but for the most part I just kind of think it's home. funny and entertaining and I love it and it just is like so cool to like, you know, you definitely get that like adrenaline pumping for sure. So I wanted to talk about perhaps one of the most extreme legal attractions you can actually experience. And that is the infamous McKamey Manor. You've been interested in this place for a long time. I've even considered doing this no, place. I would never Not seriously. You. Which Sorry, I'll now tell that we're you. married, that's a no. <laughs> so if you've never heard of McKamey Manor, especially those of you you know, in other parts of the world, you're going to be fucking blown away that this is, <laughs> this is real and this is legal and this is, this is actually happening and has happened for a long time. But McKamey Manor is, is known as like an extreme haunt. So it's like an extreme haunted house where you actually participate in the experience. You are the experience, meaning that it's you by yourself, maybe somebody else, if you go on as a pair, but basically the actors can totally manhandle you, torture you. They can do put live insects, bugs, creepy crawlers. They make you eat your own puke. They give you rotten food and you have to submit to them. Essentially, it's like a submissive experience. And this is 100 percent real. And for a long time, it's been in San Diego, California. And I first found this on YouTube, which if you want to see what this is all about, all you got to do is go on YouTube. He has, they have a YouTube channel, which I don't know how the fuck this is on YouTube. 
Seriously. Because I guess because it's legal, it's, fake, it's technically it's fake. fake. Right. It's, it's all an fake. advertisement for it's that all thing. Fake. Yeah. That's the thing is they're not actually like not nobody's ever gotten seriously hurt there. Yeah. Just good point. Fear. It's like, <laughs> like what torture, they're torturing. Mental torture. It's psychological. It's breaking you down psychologically for sure. for sure. But what's interesting is this guy, Russ McCamey, who's the one who started it and is just like the mastermind behind it. He created this haunt as a nonprofit, which I think he did because obviously as a business, there's a lot more things you have to do in order to cover your ass and stuff. I think he did it for legal reasons, but also there's no payment to get into it. All you got to do is donate a bag of dog food, a couple cans. <laughs> That's so And weird. he'll let you. Well, not only that, but he also there. So this is so popular that. 24 to 27,000 people are on the waiting list when this was open in San Diego. So like people actually want to do this. People fly from all the world to do this, but it's absolutely fucking terrifying. Like the videos will probably freak you out. Tons of fake blood. Yeah, they freak me out just watching it. Well, just how scared these people are. Basically, they just fuck you up in there. Like they do gross things. They They can actually things. Yeah, they Um, can actually like punch you, slap you. They can gag you. They can um they can where, put bags they over your put, head. Like, like snakes on them and stuff and mm-hmm. like lock you in small compartments like like coffins. They would like fill a coffin with like something fake spiders or something, lock you in there. Oh, it gets me like my heart rate going just thinking about it. It's wild what these people sign up for. And the only thing you think is like, who the well, fuck decided to go? They decided to go in there. They signed up for this. Well, and the reason why it's like the most extreme haunt out there is because one it's literally eight hours long that's insane. The, if you go through the full experience which is they decide when it's over and essentially they kidnap you, right yeah so so basically how it works is he has a couple guys and they're like these big burly dudes that were in like creepy face paint and mask shit and they drive this van up to a location and then russ gets out and he gives you waivers, which this is how he doesn't get fucked legally and sued. Because like, fuck, he's literally like putting people through essentially traumatic PTSD type experiences. And he's never been you know, sued successfully or anything like that. So he has you sign a 40 page waiver. That's crazy. Sign your life away. Do you think people actually read it? Probably not. No, they're already like, yeah, it looks good. He does it like while you're under like duress, like too. He's like, sign it really quick. Oh my God. And the thing about it is Russ, this guy is, he's a, seems like a very likable guy, but he definitely seems like there's something a little off. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I kind of get it. Like out of the goodness of your heart, you run this little haunted house and the only thing it's free. You just have to pay some dog, just have to give dog food. But it's like, it's kind of weird. This is happening every day for for a lo- I guess they probably aren't all year, right? Just during Halloween? No, they go all year. Every okay, weekend. So all every, every weekend, weekend all year, you're paying multiple employees for 8-hour shifts. No, he I he they're volunteers, he says. It's a non-profit, so there's no payroll, there's no you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there's no payment. It's volunteer work. He literally has actors come and volunteer, and what's interesting is he had teenagers doing it for a long time he literally had teenagers 16 year olds gagging pouring fake blood making people like slamming people on the ground and he had a bunch of problems with that like what's the deal though because like why is he why right well that's like if it was just fun and it was like lighthearted and it wasn't so scary then it would wouldn't be as weird but the fact that 
he scares people till they're like begging for their lives almost. Oh, they are begging for the, they're like, and then he Ross, stop, stop. Cause he's literally in your face the whole time with his video camera, with the light on you. He like, he's, he's oh, all he about in there. He goes through every experience with you. So he's he, there this the is whole his weekend plans. Every he talks weekend. to you. He's like, he's like, Oh, you want to give up you? And he talks in this voice like, Oh, you're not going to give up. We're going to keep you here. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Like he like talks to you. He never cusses. <laughs> That's like his thing. I don't cuss at you. He doesn't degrade people. But people are like, Russ, let me out. I'm Why? done. I'm done begging to be let out Why of like this, this experience. And he's like, no, dude, he get he likes it. Oh, yeah. He he looks. So, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to film this. And he spends out his wife looks totally miserable. Like it's, <laughs> it's like. I don't understand how she stayed she's with this within dude. Like every, no. She's like, I walk around my house and I constantly hear screaming coming from the office because he's editing. He edits for hours and hours. Like he oh. loves to make film. He makes a film of and every experience he does and puts it on YouTube. And But he's doing it for free. If he was making money from it, I'd be like, okay, it's just a cool job. But no. But it's just like fucked he's up. filming like, it and then editing the He likes watching people being scared. It's clear. It's Maybe either he's a that, serial killer. Or maybe he's like someone who would be, but like has self control, so they do this instead. I don't understand. Which is better than killing people. And he literally films people getting like beaten. Like it's aggressive as fuck, guys. Like I'm not kidding. This is a very extreme. Like it looks like shit you see in like torture movies. Yeah. Like if you ever watch Saw or Hostel, like they take like drills and put it right next to your face with fake blood on it and stuff. And at this point, like once you get broken down psychologically, then he can literally do whatever the fuck he, that's how they do it is they break you down and guys, they've had Marines go in there. They've had fucking the toughest of the toughest people go in there, literally come out crying like babies. Like that's how fucking terrifying he literally, the one thing I was just like, Holy fuck, this is crazy. He had two big dudes. They had tattoos everywhere. He had them in a little pool, like a baby pool almost, but then with a cage and put them in the cage, handcuffed them to the cage, filled the pool up and then literally had guys pushing their heads underwater. No way. He's like, you will get a simulated drowning experience. He simulates drowning. Like literally, like how do you know what's a simulation and what's actual drowning? And he does this. Yeah, like how do you know if... It is actual drowning. If people no are like, I drowning. can't, like, literally b- if you're, scared as yeah, fuck, can't breathe. Like, I'm done. Drowning, like, then. this is not fun. I'm fucking dying. Well, you here. know what? At the end of the day, these people go sign in this there, waiver. They yeah. fucking know exactly what goes well, on. Well, that's there what he says. That's what he says. So He's like, it's, it's all filmed for going in. But a lot Sorry. of people have Please. said, but a lot of people have said that Russ, he films the whole experience, but he only films, he only, he edits it. And only pulls like the good, the good stuff out of it and puts it in the video. And then who knows where the rest of the footage is? Because some people are coming out of there, and and most of them are straight up pissed. They've got injuries. They, you know, your clothes get ripped off of you. You get, um, if you throw up in there, he tells the guys to literally pick up their throw up and put it back in their mouth. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Can you like can you imagine like that's not fun Why to me? Why are they me. going in there though? They obviously Because don't it's think become it's this be legendary thing. It's like and... the ultimate scare. Like that's he's literally made himself famous from this because it's the, it's literally like you want to prove you're fucking badass, go through this experience. That's and people stupid. do it. Thousands of people do it. It's fucking crazy, man. Um one one story I just want to mention was he said that he had to fire one of the teenagers in the initial experience because 
her teacher went through the haunt or something like somebody from her school went through the haunt and this girl like had it out for this teacher or whatever and was like super fucking aggressive during the experience like grabbing her throwing her around body slamming her but he but she actually took her teacher outside or it might have been a he out outside and put them in a barrel of filled of dog shit literally stuffed them into a barrel of dog shit like you could literally come in contact with shit rotten oh, yeah. eggs like See, but he, i don't understand that how is that legal because right you can get really sick and die from yeah feces and rotten but eggs it's and, all in the waiver he literally is like if you die in here i'm not liable basically and, and people like, sign and pay for yeah i guess having people pay would that's why he does liability it. Work he literally that. in he it's 40 pages because he writes out every single thing that could possibly happen to you in here and you have to check yes on all oh of them. my god then you know what people are just dumb but he does do well what he does is he actually inter, like he really is into this and he interviews the people and if you're not if he doesn't think you're a right fit you got to like kind of prove that you're really into this oh wow and he asks you he's like what are three things what are the three things that you're most scared of and people are like i'm scared of clowns i'm scared of spiders and he's like check 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 that'll all be in your fucking experience like he tailors it to every experience it's everyone is different which is crazy mm, yeah he switches it up so I just find that fucking insane. Like I would never put myself through that. I I, I like haunted houses, but I do not want to be in the fucking mm. horror movie. Like that's literally what he says. Like you're in the horror movie. That's so creepy. Yeah. One girl left like a Yelp review of like one star because her knee was all like bl- like bruised to all hell because they had her crawling around on her hands and knees for so long. It's crazy, man. Like I'm just like, holy fuck. And you can go watch inter- like after you come out of the experience. He is right there and he's like, now tell me about like basically review it there. And he like so many people have said he literally forces you to give him a good review. And if you don't, then he's like pissed off and like, what is he expecting though? Like, why are you going to, what are you going to write in your review? Like, oh, so such a great experience. I loved having shit in my mouth. Like, what are you going to say in your review? Well, that's just part of the experience. Like they were really nice and they handled me gently. No. No, like girls come out of there fucked up. They look like scarred for life. Like I would these are a bunch that. of big ass men. Like every play, girl's like, nightmare. Is there any interviews of people? Yeah, you can play an interview. Let me see if I could find. Just type in McKamey Manor uh, interview, and it'll come up. It's crazy. Like these people are crying. They're they're all wet. Like you literally get just broken down to nothing. <laughs> exit interviews. Yeah, exit or at the end of the. It's usually at the end of his shows, yeah. Or at the end, he calls them shows. Exit. But he's just an odd dude, and he actually got booted out of San Diego, so I think. just one person. Huh? He had to close. Um, you have to go to an actual video of it, I think, okay. to see it. But um, it's he actually had to leave San Diego, and now he runs it out of Tennessee and Huntsville. I have to sign in and confirm my age. Oh my, of course you do. It's age restricted. <laughs> yeah, it's that bad. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Hang on, I'm trying to get to it because I think it'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, so a lot of people are like, how the fuck does he do it? He spent $500,000 on this, but he hasn't made any money off of it. He loses what? money on it. Are these all the exit interviews? What is this? No, this is a, oh, this is the, this is the girl that made it six hours. She's the one that made it the longest through. Six hours she went through this. She didn't even make it all the way through. But a girl actually did make it the longest out of anybody. No guys have made it. Because guys, I bet they just fuck you up. Like, oh my God. The I Quit series? What is this? 
No. Uh, I can't find it then. Yeah, I'll link it for people. Okay. I'll link it for people. I mean, it's pretty disturbing. Like, it's people crying and they're just soaking wet and just, they look terrified. Like, that's the thing is a psychologist (laughs) would. Let me play a little bit of this. (laughs) Oh my God. It's done. It's done. This is right after. Come on, Dylan. Come on, Dylan. It's all over. It's all over. Oh my god, he looks scarred. Dude, though. he looks <laughs> fucked up. My name is Emily and I came all the way from Alabama to tell her I was like, eh. I'm David and I came all the way from New Zealand. And, and I heard you we went to do a Kayana. And I quit. And I quit. I out. I'm Nick Mammy and I thought I was tougher than I am. All these people are like, I'm not tougher than Coward than David. No, it's very humbling. Because you think you can do something until it's actually time to do it. That's crazy, my dude. Oh my I'm god. Out. I'm out. I'm out. I'll be back when I'm more prepared. I am not this prepared. Oh my god. She's I'm like out. got blood dripping down her face. Like fake blood. <laughs> <The fuck out. laughs> alive and well. I'm so sorry, Russ. Right. I can't do it. You're out? Okay, we have one at the out. Speak up. My name is Travis O'Neill. I've come all the way from Catlin, Illinois. Is he on drugs? No. People go into shock, dude. People go into full shock. He's fucked up, man. He's totally fucked up. He can't even talk. He's so exhausted. And <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's so what's crazy is like even if you do say I quit, the only there's let no you safe word. Cert- yeah, there's. He not. says there's so there was no safe word whatsoever at all for a while, and it was up to Russ if he let you out. So you were literally begging Russ to let you out of his fucking attraction, oh, and then god. he eventually said there's a safe word. But how about sue the fuck? People out said this that you can't sue him. It's true. People have tried. You can't sue him, <laughs> and. He um, gave a safe word, but then he still was like, it's still up to me. He like, he doesn't believe it. He thinks safe words are like for wimps. He's literally says that he's like any haunted house has a safe word is a wimp. Because he probably enjoys people when they're most scared. And when they're most scared is when they don't think they can leave. Because <laughs> then you start thinking like you're afraid for your life because you can't get out of there. It's like a survival feeling. If you feel like you can't leave, like that's terrifying. I think I'd be okay up until the point I tried to leave and they wouldn't let me. Then I would like really go crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, they've had like people try to like attack them because like if you try to attack them, they throw you out immediately. Like you're done. Your experience is over. If you because that's for like for me, I'm like, if I, if I got to the point where I would not just submit and like let somebody no. fucking you know do that to me, especially if I've had enough, I would just like come charging at you. But there's some people that have literally gone through it like a couple times, and it just blows my mind because. It's it's legal torture. I mean, it's not physically harming them, but mentally it's scarring them. Like, yeah, that's the thing about it is like there's no doubt about it. You go watch the reviews. There's obviously some people that, you know, get excited about it and love it. That's great for you. But the majority of people that go through are like normal ass people like us yeah. and they get fucked up in there like mentally. Yeah. And because it's so abnormal. <laughs> so not natural no it's just like it's so extreme too it's like and it actually has pissed off a lot of other uh haunted people in the haunted 
industry because they're like you guys are given a bad name for all of us and like you know a lot of us are doing this right it's safe like you shouldn't be scarring people it should be a fun thing it should be a you know you're ruining it for people like it's just not necessary to be physical and brutal. But, you know, and, if these people want to do it, then. But it's like, whatever. yeah, I mean, they're, going they're signing up for no it. No one's so. forcing anyone to go in there. No, no. And they do yeah. get to get out when they want, so. but the Kind whole, of. Yeah, it's They true. don't get out when they want. Well, they get out if I've they plead say, enough. i like, I'm, I want to leave out, and they're like, too bad. Yeah. Get back in the box. I think it depends on who you are and if he likes you or not, or if you piss him off, like. Yeah. And I think he's probably way harder on guys, too. Just because I think he probably enjoys seeing guys get like like crying and that guy who was literally shaken to his yeah. core, like holy fuck. He was shook for sure. But the whole thing about it being nonprofit and he doesn't make any money is just so weird. And and some people out there have theorized that maybe like when he's filming, it does look like he's using a live streaming camera of some sort. So Ooh. some people think that he might be live streaming these things and possibly to some whether it's dark web, what it's just some oh. shady corner where people bet on the participants to see how long they make it through and stuff. That could be where the money's at. There's got to be. Maybe he has some type of secret club or or group that like bets on it. That is very, very interesting. Or people that just want to watch. Right. Interesting. Or maybe he has like some secret like paid website where you can watch the live stream of somebody going through that. The whole thing uncut. You'd have to be really exclusive. You'd have to. It would be like out by now. Yeah, it'd have and it to be really it'd be like very like just his friends or something or like people in some type of exclusive club or something. some people even say like maybe Vegas for high rollers that yeah. want to do like because oh if you think about it, there's obviously Probably in the waiver then people like this shit. People like to watch other people yeah. get tortured. Like I, I hate saying that, but that's the reality. I mean, some there's people a reason like why those fucking Saw movies do so well. Hostile and all those I've other ones. I've never even yeah. seen them and I'm scared of them. Like just from hearing about how scary they are. It's just, I mean, if you like brutality and blood and guts and, you know, you like that, watching people suffer and die, like, (laughs) power to you, I guess. Like, fuck. Like, so, I don't know. I just wanted to share that about McKinley Manor because it's just been fascinating. And the fact that, like, the cops get called on him. He he gets bomb threats, death threats. The FBI's gotten involved. He's had to move to another location where now he does, like, a thing where it's a three-part series. He calls it like a survival thing. And if you make it all the way through, you get between two to two twenty thousand dollars. So there must be. He's, There's got. He's got to be getting he's not something. Just rich? Is he no, rich? I don't know. He he was in the military for like twenty years. He was a Navy guy. So like obviously he doesn't have a ton of money. I feel like there's more to this business that's not being exposed. There's got to be, dude. And the fact that he spends so much time filming and editing and making videos. <sighs> there's got to be something he's doing with that. That is really weird and creepy but if you want to see more about him go watch the uh, netflix documentary oh, haunters document- oh i was watching that watching today yeah today? yeah i was taking a nap and they go all into him and mckamey manor and other haunts and it's really interesting so and it shows a lot of footage in there too if you want to see the brutality of that fucking place but i would never do it never subject myself to that so all right second thing i want to talk about is Something that you may yes. or may not have heard of, I because I think it's, it. I think I would want to predict that it's mostly common in the U.S. Like I don't know if I this would exist. I had never heard about it before. I, I elsewhere. I literally did not know that there was anything like this. When I was in college, we had to do this. I was like an elementary education major, so I had to do this whole week about like 
Halloween and like psychology for kids and like parents. It's just, it's hard to explain. But part of it was talking about religion and Halloween. So I was just doing research on like, because when I was younger, my neighbor was never able to go trick-or-treating with us because it was the devil's birthday and her mom wouldn't let her. Which doesn't make any sense at all, really. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm very confused. I think that happened way later. But um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, this idea that the Halloween Halloween is like associated with the dead and evil is like such a like yeah, it's mythical weird. thing. Um, So she wasn't able to do that. So I was like just doing research on, you know, if there's anything like like if there's programs or like things that they have like alternate trick-or-treating things right, and then right, i came right. across alternate haunted houses for christian <laughs> kids called evangelical hell houses yes. i wrote a whole paper on this shit it is the wildest thing like if you have not heard of this prepare yourself because this is fucked up yeah they they basically take like theater and a haunted house tactics in order to create like a scary ass play essentially is what it Think is like disney world ride that you go through it's yeah the way it's not a ride it's not yeah yeah it's like acted out haunted house type but literally affects people in costumes it's multiple places like you walk through it like a haunted house yeah and it's literally scaring people into believing that you know there's evil and you know there's hell for people that do these things because what's crazy about it is not only is it like really extreme stuff you know, like demons and everything like that. But it's literally down to like very, very simple things that are, are, you know, sins in the Christian faith, you know, like coming down to like sex and, you know, they, they act these things out though. It could even be like to using Tinder. Like one of the things was like somebody on Tinder and like premarital sex, they make that look scary. They make that look scary. Yeah. So it's just basically warning you of like, don't, be bad because then you'll go to hell and they do it around the time of halloween Mm -hmm. so that because like a lot of christian kids can't participate in any any haunted houses obviously or any halloween shit so their parents like take them to this instead but what's so crazy about it to me is like whenever i went through a haunted house as a kid like there was one time i went to one when i was really young and i was fucking scared i ran out of it actually ran out of this haunted house i remember it so well at that fucking Santa place. Oh, some people in Colorado will know what I'm talking about. There's this like fucking North Pole Santa world up in the middle of the mountains, yeah, like yeah. in Georgetown or something. Yeah. Anyway, they have a haunted house there at the Santa place. What? It scared the shit out of me. I went running haunted out of there. Haunted Santa house? Dude, you don't understand. I was like shook over this place for a long time. Like every night I would have a dream of the mummy what? like coming up and like going like this. And it was probably some janky old thing, but I was really young. But the point is, my mom and my dad were able to tell me, Kendall, that's not real. Right, it's not real. There's yeah. nothing to be scared of. You don't need to be afraid. I can't imagine coming out of one of those hell houses and being like, oh, I'm scared. As a kid, like young kids like, go through this too. And Yeah. And your parents are just like, oh, it's okay. But it, it's real. Like, can you imagine if they're like, it's not okay? Like, what do you even say to your kid? Because you, you're trying to tell them that this is real. <laughs> I don't so even know even how you convey their, that. Nightmares. Like it's okay, honey. This is all real. So just if you follow God, you won't, it won't good. happen to you. Just be exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's that's essentially what's teaching. And what's crazy is that this whole thing kind of really got popular and started by uh, a Texas Trinity Church. They're kind of notorious for this. And in 1999, they actually recreated the Columbine school shooting six months after that's it happened. So disrespectful six and weird. Months. After it happened, what they did that. The fuck. Basically portraying the killers as Satan 
aiming to slaughter Christians and Christian students. And they obviously took the whole, like you mentioned, you know, the Columbine shooters that like, you know, they did ask some kids if yeah. they were Christian or not. And there mm-hmm. may have been some. No, there was a girl. Definitely. I know there was at least one girl that they asked her if right. she believed in God. And she said yes. And they shot her. Right. Right. That's a true story. So, which, you know, whatever. If you're, I don't have any problem with like saying that they're evil and that, you know, whatever. But like. The guys? Tch, yeah. Like Dylan saying. Dylan and Eric? Yeah. They're evil. Yeah. I know. No, that's what I'm saying. It's Wait, like comparing them to Satan is what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. that's, if you compare them to the devil, yes, they're evil you know, obviously work of the devil in their world, you yeah. know? So I get that. But to put kids through that to like literally acting out, shooting kid, like that's just, that's inappropriate just like in the wrong place, wrong. Just so not ugh, like anything else. I don't understand either. Like I don't, my, my parents were, you know, not wild about Halloween. Obviously like when we were younger, especially we did not really go trick or treating that much. And they took us to church festivals, like fall festivals. That's what they call them fall usually. Festival, fall yeah. festival or trunk or treat or something. Trunk you know, or treat, yeah. You go to the church, or whatever, which was not, it was still fun. I'm, don't get me wrong. It was still fun. Mm-hmm. But I did feel weird because all my friends were out trick or treating in the neighborhood. Outside, yeah. And, you know, next it's day at school, it. it's like, oh, we can't eat. How much? Yeah. yeah. It's like a big deal. So <laughs> I was at the church catching goldfish in the pool, which, hey, that's kind of cool. Dude, yeah. That's kind of cool. Nice <laughs> goldfish. But I know Those my parents. die. When you get them from like oh a yeah fair. no it was betas I think it was for betas actually betas that's like no that's like it was gold it was goldfish not, okay no it was goldfish betas are like a little too nice of a fish yeah 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 like no no, no betas would be too expensive a little baby anyway. pool. no it was gold it was like a baby pool with goldfish yeah in they it. used to do the goldfish but and then like, all the goldfish would die in like a day or two because they're like in this contaminated yeah pool thing. yeah probably not even like cleaned water or anything <laughs> like tap water just throw the fish in oh yeah oh yeah dude huh. anyway but my point was was that. My parents were religious and we went to a very conservative Nazarene church for years, but they would probably never take me to a hell house. I don't think they'd want me no to experience way. that or see that, especially I can just see my mom. She'd be like, hell no, we wouldn't take you to that. <laughs> hell no to the hell house because it's just traumatic, especially at a young, like 10, 11, yeah, 12, 13, even like, like as a later teenager. Okay. Like a majority are probably older teens that are going to these like bring their fine, whatever. But it's just like. I, I think as, you know, being a church and, you know, for what churches are supposed to stand for and what Jesus is supposed to stand for, I just don't think Jesus would approve. Mm-mm. I really don't. Like, as coming from a Christian perspective right now, I don't think Jesus would be cool with hell houses. He'd be like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, he wouldn't say fuck, but he'd say, he'd not be into it. What is this? <laughs> you know, what so. Is <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What are those? No. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean it's pretty it's pretty fucked up. Like they do act out stuff, they act out rape, abortion, it's bloody, it's like it looks like a haunted house, guys. Like <laughs> fuck willingly brings their child in there. What on earth? It's absolutely crazy. A drunk driving scene, violent drug deal, Black Lives Matter sequence. How does that have anything to do <laughs> with the devil or hell? Black this lives- is truly, truly stupid. Wow, I feel sorry for all these kids because their parents are dumb, apparently. In one room, a Why demon. Why would you bring your kid to this? This oh is my so God. fucked up. Are you asking to scar your kid? Seriously, like, they could be this is traumatic. From this. I mean, I was kind of permanently fucked Especially up. Especially if you're from telling the, them this is real. From learning about hell and demons and everything as you a were. young child, like it really you fucked with me. Like I was like were. very scared of demons. It's funny Anything... how you stopped having demon dreams, like when you kind of let go of all of it and just kind of like were at peace and you, yeah, you became completely. more spiritual in your own way. 
it just yeah when i just you know woke up to the reality i was like oh. you never have nightmares anymore no never never I have so many night terrors when we were younger yeah really bad ones too and i was always scared of dark things ascending from the ceiling it was always it was always demonic too which is yeah is really interesting and obviously from you know learning about the bible because that's the thing right like bible's got a lot of good stuff but it's also got a lot of fuck, fucking Bullshit. crazy shit fucked up shit and revelations will will definitely take you down a dark path about the end of the world and demons and everything so yeah in one of the scenes in the hell houses a demon is coercing a mother to force her young daughter to get an abortion that she clearly did not want the mother kept saying this baby is going to ruin your life as the doctor was performing the girl's operation. I can't even listen. This is so absurd and horrible. Why the fuck would you bring your kids to this? I'm sorry I've said it like 8,000 times, but I cannot understand. Oh my God, this is, it gets even worse. Why bring your child? I don't even want to hear it. What is it? In a in one of the last scenes in, the, in this particular Trinity Church house, a girl who was sexually abused by her father who went on oh to kill God. her mother. Oh my God. Later, that same girl was tormented by two demons who... Filled her with shame for being abused and said the only answer was to kill herself. Weeping and screaming, this the girl is not real. slits her wrist with a razor blade. 100% real. Somebody went through this. This is a reporter that went through this shit. Apparently, and these parents are serious. Some serious. That's fucking crazy. To bring your kids man. to this. Or even, I mean, again, they might, I could be wrong. This could be a teen event only, you know? <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it's for. I don't care if it's for grandparents. <laughs> You yeah. don't do that. You don't, they don't even do this at a haunted shit. house usually. Like. Why would anyone be punished and kill themselves because they were abused? And, but that's that the thing. is there, sense. And they take real life scenarios and make them seem really scary and, and horrible and evil. Yeah. So it's really, it's just, I don't know. It's really fucked up. I think it's just so weird. I don't understand it. But I'm curious to see if any of you out there have been through a hell house and what your experience was or, you know, what your thoughts are on it. So definitely let us know because... I don't know. I don't know anybody personally that's been through one. I've never been through one, so I don't know, you know, how bad they really are. But let's get on with things. So quickly, I just wanted to thank our first sponsor of today's episode, which is Quip. We love Quip, and obviously Quip is great because one of the most important things you can do for your health every day is brushing your teeth. But many of us do not do it properly. I'm one of those people for a long time who did not brush properly or long enough is another thing because Quip is super affordable and it's definitely the best electric toothbrush out there. And that was created by dentists and designers. It looks really cool. It's got a two minute timer on it, which is really convenient. That was one of my biggest problems is I always could never fucking get the timing down. Right. Yeah. Sitting there and like trying to like, if you were just to sit down and try to like hit a clock or a stopwatch at two minutes without looking, it'd be really hard to like gauge in your mind how long it's been. So, yeah, it does really help because sometimes I'll sit there brushing my teeth for way too long and they'll start bleeding. Yeah. Well, that's I'm the like, thing, oh, too. Shit, is or like, I'll do the quick too, way too quick. And a lot of electric toothbrushes like Oral-B and stuff, stuff that we've had before is like really hard on your gums yeah, and stuff. And like just like grinds away. Plastic pieces. And like, but Quip's got like really gentle uh, vibrating strokes. So it's it's super nice and it's um, super affordable. And yeah, that's why we love Quip. So you can actually get um 25 or at 25 dollars, if you get go to quit quip.com slash mile higher you'll get a first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush again that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash mile higher rad all right let's get into let's what do you got for us oh yeah you okay. got you got something you want to talk about 
Well, I just have a short little one. This one's a little shorty to get us started because now we're going into our ponder sesh here, but I guess the whole thing is. But um, <laughs> okay, so did you watch Sesame Street as a kid? Absolutely. Everyone does, right? I love Sesame Street. So who's your favorite character on it? Um, hmm. <laughs> so many good ones. I think I always liked... Oh, I love... Or Kermit's, Kermit's on Sesame Street, is he? Uh, yeah. He is on Sesame Street, right? Huzzah. Yeah, I love Kermit the Frog. Wait, is Wait, he not? No, he's in the Muppets. Oh, yeah, I suck. <laughs> like, I like the Count Dracula no guy. The guy that like did the counting the and stuff. scared me. Yeah. Oh, the Muppet guy. We're on not Ses- talking about the Muppet. No, Sesame about- Street. Sesame Street. Oh, Remember the, the Count the, the Count Dracula <sighs> Dude, guy that like counted? Together, all these fucking puppets. <laughs> anyway, what's what were you trying <laughs> okay, to say? Okay, so you know Cookie Monster though. He's like the OG. I was seeing if he would be your favorite because he. I always. I do like Cookie I Monster a lot, actually. <laughs> so apparently, in the 1980s, a bunch of children began experiencing really bad night terrors brought on in their sleep. And they would, it was all kids that were sleeping with these cookie monster dolls, mm. specific one. And the parents said that they were bothered not only because their children were having nightmares, but because all the children were reporting nightmares and they were the same as the other children's nightmares. Interesting. They would mm. wake up in their bed in the dark and see a man in the shadows staring at them. Over the years, it happened less and less. However, children with Elmo dolls are still experiencing the same nightmares now. So I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Obviously, Fuck. it's not like documented by police because. <laughs> but yeah, it's this like big rumor on the internet that Cookie Monster dolls are like haunted or there was one specific <laughs> one. I thought it was so funny when I was researching it. That's awesome, man. Isn't it? Cookie Monster could be. Did yeah. anything bad actually happen? To no. These <laughs> just fucking dreams. So they just think their dreams are scary. So like, he must be haunted. I know. Chances are. He's affecting just... my dreams. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing confirmed on this, but I just thought it was so interesting. I saw I saw it a bunch. Like, it kept popping up on all the websites I was going to. It kept being like, oh, Cookie Monster thing. I'm like, oh. Then there, really then there must be a haunted Cookie Monster thing going on. I guess so. He is there's... a monster. They're all monsters, aren't they? Elmo's a monster. Big Bird is definitely a monster. He's a bird. It's a monstrous bird. So then what's... What's Elmo then? He's a he's definitely a monster. I don't know what he I'm is. I'm gonna Google this. What is Elmo? Oh my god. What is Elmo? There's so many things that are haunted Elmo's out there. Elmo's a Muppet character. Yeah, but what the fuck is he? He's like a monkey. He's not a without monkey. Without ears. <laughs> Let me type in is Elmo a monkey? <laughs> is Elmo a red monkey? <laughs> he's a monkey without a tail. Oh my god. Is Elmo a monkey? <laughs> What kind of animal is Elmo supposed to be? He is a furry red monster. Boom! He is a monster. They are all monsters. No, I don't think Big Bird is. What? Bert and Ernie are definitely of... monsters. They're humans. <laughs> Did you hear? There was like all this controversy over Bert and Ernie recently because all these people started saying that Bert and Ernie were gay and they were living together in their apartment all these years. Yeah, like, because everyone just thought they, they were brothers. No. Sesame Street had to roommates. actually come out and just be like, no, these are Muppets. They don't have fucking sexual preferences. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. This is a oh. child show. None of them, we don't, like, declare their sexuality either way. They're just two Muppets that live together, you know, <laughs> have your imagination for the rest. <laughs> I always thought they were brothers, but what type of animal is Big Bird? <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we talking about Muppets right hey, now? Hey, it's hilarious. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, he was, he's a cassowary. 
Oh my gosh. What? They said in one of the episodes oh he was God. asked if he was related to the cassowary, He's which a is deadly that Australian bird. Australian bird we saw. But he <laughs> said, No, I'm more of a condor. The hell? So he's a bird. That and makes then sense. There's Elma, there's monsters and then humans. <laughs> a strange world. Anyway, oh that's my it God. for my little story on the cookie monster. I told you it was a short one. Oh my god. It was god. a bite size. So on Halloween, I know as like you know, there's parents out there that are listening and, you know, one of my biggest worries would be like, what if my kid got candy from some stranger that is not candy? Because think about it. That'd yeah, be that super easy to do, like swapping it out for drugs or Well, it used to happen a lot back poison. in the day because right. it was back before candy was like manufactured. So a lot of it was homemade candy, cookies, right. <laughs> like you'd go around and get treats. So people were putting razor blades in them. And all oh kinds my of shit. God. Oh yeah. There was apples one year with razor blades in them. There was one big, I remember there was one year where like people were freaked out about something specific. In 1974, a trick or treater died after being given cyanide lace candy. Yeah. Cyanide. But this was, this was purposely, this is interesting. So Timothy, Timothy O'Brien died on Halloween evening after eating candy laced with cyanide. <laughs> But the story is even more horrific. Turn out the candy was poisoned by his father, Ronald. Why? Who was in financial trouble and had taken out insurance policies on his children. In addition to Timmy, Ronald gave poison candy to four other children, including his daughter, Elizabeth. Thankfully, none of those children ate it. But his son died from the cyanide lace candy. For like 30 grand, I think, that what the policy was, too. Killed a son with cyanide lace candy. How about you take out an insurance policy on yourself and then go kill yourself if you really want to save the fam? <laughs> Seriously. Damn. I'm in financial trouble. How do I get more Let me money? me murder my kids. Get a life insurance. Oh, that's terrible. People that think that that's like a viable way to get money are just like, Dude, that's obviously, that sociopathic mindset, just fucking like twisted, that, man. You know, on the spectrum that Shane was talking about, that idea that you just don't have, some people just have no compassion. They see people as objects. Yeah, literally. And clearly this guy did. And Yeah, clearly. Luckily, Do you think you can just sacrifice your kids like that? Seriously, like, fuck you, dude. And he was actually execute, executed by lethal injection in 84. But I always wonder about that. Like, even now, I think I would probably, like, look through my kid's trick-or-treat bucket to be, like, make sure there's nothing yeah. for, weird in there because it'd be easy to still and like if you know do some parents let their kids like take the candy to the room and like yeah. keep it in there and yeah, that's who knows like what could be in there for real but most of us if you're like me got a pillowcase and like dumped it out all over the floor table my parents always sorted ours. it all out and counted it and shit my parents always make sure it was all wrapped and it wasn't like anything homemade diy yeah projects yeah, yeah, yeah someone was doing in our neighborhood yeah like brownies yeah, and there were ladies <laughs> that did that. And there were a couple of people that my parents like trusted, and so we were allowed to get it from them. But anyway. What do you got? That's crazy. Oh, are you ready for me? Yeah. So um, <laughs> this <laughs> is really crazy because I just cannot believe that this is actually real. Okay, so imagine if you went missing. Like... People would know Imagine right if away, I went missing. Right? Like, what would happen if Josh just disappeared? I would hope that someone would file a missing persons report right? within 24 hours. You would hope so. But what if you died and no one knew about it for years? And nobody knew that I died? Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't they know that I didn't die? Okay, I'll tell you why. So there's this woman named Joy Vincent. She was 38 years old. She was Joyce? a woman from... Oh, sorry, Joyce. 
dyslexic <laughs> from London. And she, let's see, picture this. You walk into an apartment that's on the messy side with piles of unopened mail by the door and a sink full of dishes. There's a glow from the television playing BBC One and a pile of wrapped Christmas presents in the corner waiting to be sent out. This was the state of the apartment that belonged to Joyce Vincent when officials from North London Housing Association entered it. Vincent was there too. However, she was not entirely identifiable. Her body was mostly decomposed and she had been dead for just over two years. Oh, nobody found her body for two years. And And she's like, not some old lady. She's young woman, pretty woman. How'd she die? Um, so she lived in London, London in a bedsit, which is a type of social housing in the United Kingdom. You guys would understand that. Yeah, for the sure. officials who came to, came to her apartment on January fifth, two thousand six, were there to repossess it due to unpaid rent. Because obviously, two she's years, dead. nobody thought to check her That's apartment for saying. two fucking years. Two years. Come on. That's crazy. Like, and I don't know. Guys in the UK, obviously is she that, hasn't been paying her rent for a while. And this was not that old, right? No. 2005, 2006. Okay. So they believe she died in 2003. But she wasn't paying her rent. So that's why they were coming after her. Because she was dead. Obviously, she wasn't paying her rent. Um, Neighbors didn't really know her. They didn't really notice her absence. Oh. The only detectable thing was the bad smell, which they attributed to the garbage bins below the apartment. She was found on the floor clutching a shopping bag. Because her her remains were mostly skeletal, she was only able to be identified through dental records. Ooh, so it was really, yeah. really well, deep. Yeah, she'd been sitting really there in front thing. of the TV. The TV was still on. The TV had been just playing for, for two years. years. What? Yeah. It had also been too long to determine the cause of death. And police say that she died of natural causes after a criminal investigation was ruled out. They yeah. ruled out foul play. So they think that she had an asthma attack and it could have, she had because she had asthma. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. So the cause of death essentially placed the only question remains of how can someone be there for two years and not even notice? The fact that no one does or no one deserves to die and go unnoticed for several years, but it was particularly strange that nobody seemed to notice that Joyce Vincent had passed away. She was only 38 years old, worked for most of her life. She had family and friends, and she wasn't known to be on any drugs or any legal trouble. hmm. So there's really no like, red flags or anything that would suggest something no there's like a else. whole documentary about it that like i don't i don't even know her family it's called this is too long to read all of it to you guys but pretty weird but she had she had apparently isolated herself from her family in the years before her death right so no one was really was dating looking. someone so people just thought she was like ignoring isn't that crazy but what about her job didn't like i know what yeah, it's come well, on. It talks about it in this, in the whole article. There's oh. a whole documentary about her. Oh, so somehow she was able to mm-hmm. evade. Maybe she worked from home, and maybe like her rent was on auto pay, and then it eventually like ran out yeah. of money in her account the or something. The documentary is called Dreams of a Life, but and it's that's, about how that like can never just die. happens. I feel exactly. Like. It's weird. Two like, years. That's a long yeah. time too. Right. Pretty weird, especially in your house to just like if you went off and died somewhere else, it'd be different. But like and your neighbors and the landlord and nobody thought maybe like, you know, it was making me <laughs> it was reminding me of. So we have the nicest neighbor. We have like an elder neighbor and he's like just such a nice Frank, guy. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> but <Hi>. he <laughs> he um came to our door 
the other night, like panic, frantic, banging on the door. Yeah, at like at 10 o'clock at, at night. At 10 o'clock at night. And Josh answered and he's like, oh, thank God, you're okay. I thought something happened to you because basically he just saw our packages on our front porch that we had left out for a day. We like didn't realize Amazon had come <laughs> and it was cold. This was like one of the first snows of the year. So we were like totally hunkered upstairs and we weren't answering our doorbell. And apparently he tried to come like twice and he was so panicked. And he I didn't like, answer. You never know. Like I'm it's such an, an old fashioned thing to like check on people too. Like I probably wouldn't notice if I didn't see him for a day. No, I but mean, like he didn't see us, and that. he was like ah, like knocking on the door. So, but like it's nice to know we have neighbors like that that care about us. Seriously, like, if some, if we were gone for two years, someone would know. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was such a wild story, but your turn. <laughs> but before, okay, so I've got an, another interesting uh, Halloween crime because. If you didn't know, like in the most cities, crime does go up on Halloween. Yeah. Which, I mean, people are fucking dumb. People, I mean, I guess because it's Halloween. Yeah. It's inspiring. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I got an interesting crime for you, but I first wanted to thank your final sponsor, Robin Hood. I'm excited about Robin Hood. It's a very cool investing app, actually, that lets you buy and sell stocks um, and other things on the stock market all commission free, which is. The thing with like, like I didn't really know much about stock market and trading and things like that. Like I've done a little bit over the past couple years and in managing my own uh, 401k and things like that. So if you want to get into or try, like I want to buy an Apple stock, you know, so you always hear about it and mm -hmm. stuff. So you're like, Hey, I want to try mm -hmm. uh, the stock market. Well, Robin hood makes it super simple for the millennial to figure it out because it's super easy to read. It helps you along. It literally, it reminds me of like, some other type of app that I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good one as an example, but I can't, but it's just very simple and it's very informative. It helps you through the process and there's no commission fees. So like on when you're actually dealing with the stock market and buying and trading and selling stocks, there's fees that you have to pay the broker essentially for making those transactions for you. But with, with the Robin hood, they don't do that. And so it makes it super affordable for the everyday person. My brother's really used nice. it before, really oh, likes it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Multiple people I know have used it. Um, and I've cool. I've started using it. it too. It's really fun. It, it's kind of fun to buy like a stock and watch it go up and down yeah. and things like that. So what's awesome is Robinhood is giving all of you guys, our listeners, a free stock like Apple, Ford, Tesla, Sprint to help you build up your portfolio. All you got to do is go to cool. sign up at milehire.robinhood.com, which I love the name, by the way, because yeah. it makes it easy for the oh. everybody. It's not wealthy people. It's like steal from the rich, steal from the rich, give hey, to the yeah. poor. You know, like I love that. It's really Robin cool. Hood. It's a really cool app. Definitely download it and you'll get your free stock if you sign up at milehire.robinhood.com. So definitely go uh, show the support. I really like these guys a lot. I think it's a great app. So. I wanted to talk about somebody named Patricia Ward, which happened a couple years ago, and this is just fucking freaky. But just a few days before Halloween, witnesses saw a man drag a decapitated body out of a Long Island apartment. Said so the body in the street. Um, he said that the body was laid in the street and then kicked. Somebody kicked the head to the opposite curb, and it had all the signs of some type of you know Halloween prank, like. Obviously, in Halloween, yeah. some, like you're, yeah. it's Halloween. The first like, thing you're going to think is not like actual head. Yeah, exactly. So for a while, nobody did anything about it. One person even said the whole thing looked fake. 
But the horrifying truth came to light when a good Samaritan tried to move the corpse out of the middle of the street and realized that it was a real body. Which police came and figured out that it was body belonging to Patricia Ward, a 66-year-old professor at a local college. And even before discovering her body, police had received another call about another dead ward. This one had been run over by a train about a mile down the road. Soon the tragic details of the murder came to light. Patricia's son, 35-year-old Derek Ward, had a history of mental illness, but he seemed to be okay. But for some reason, he snapped and then beheaded his mother, What? dragged her body out of the apartment down he the stairs. He seemed to be okay, and then he beheaded his mother. Yep. That's a he strange snapped. sentence. And then he left the body in the street and just calmly walked away. What? And then he went and leaped in front of an oncoming train, which is that other ward that the police heard about. Oh, that's so Tragic story, but crazy crazy Jesus. crazy halloween crime yes what do you got you got anything else for me yeah so this i just wanted to go through because i thought it was really interesting i came across an article that talks about ways to spot a spirit like have you guys ever wondered if there's a spirit in the room or something weird's happened and you thought maybe it's a ghost well here are 16 things from foreverconsciousness.com that are apparently are ways to tell that a ghost or spirit is playing you of paying you a visit. So what you believe, about, you believe like just yeah. for the record, you believe. Oh yeah. No, I do. I believe in spirits. I don't know if I believe all of this because I don't know if anyone knows. Like I would I'm sure there's a lot of people that are actual like like that understand this stuff way better than I do. That could say like maybe if you're like an expert on this kind of thing, you can tell us how many of these are, are true if you think. But let me know if you guys have ever had any common, had any had, well, words are fun. <laughs> let me know if anything on this list has happened to you. So the first thing is unexplained noises, hearing yes. sounds such as footsteps, knocking, banging, scratching, or the sound of something being dropped. Yes, but I do have a lot of animals and cats. Exactly. <laughs> so Usually could... these sounds can start subtle and get louder. So like when I, when I hear this, I think of like, you're home alone and all of a sudden you hear like literally a knocking at the door or like a door just opening and closing like a repeated yeah. type of sound. Yeah. Yes. It has to like keep it's not like just, just like one, one sound. Footsteps like, knocking, banging, like something happening. God, can you imagine like just all of a sudden hearing like walking, like feet walking above yeah, us? Yeah, that'd be scary. Okay. And then any, oh, like you just said, opening doors and cupboards and yep. doors, cupboards or doors that seem to open without any rational explanation. Which why, why are the spirits doing that well i think they're if just they're trying spirits. to let you know that they're here because they can't so talk like, to us they're trying to communicate that's how they do trying it. trying to get your attention yeah how do they move I the had, stuff like someone told me there was that when i had the whole issue with the spirit in the the apartment i was so scared because they kept bothering me but like she was like it could be just like your grandpa and he's not trying to scare you because my grandpa had just passed away right. she's like he could just be trying right. to like get your attention mm. um that's a, that's that not like they can be, be true. hello it's me <laughs> no it'd be nice if they could just fucking speak like, that would be and nice. say oh i would do anything to talk hey to my how's grandpa. it going oh speaking of cool. which it was so weird last night on etsy i was like just randomly scrolling and they sell like do you know psychics sell their services on etsy on etsy like you can ask a question Ooh. i bought last night two psychic services how long will i live it's 24 hours i'm gonna check if it's done yet because i'd love to share with you guys but i i did like a um communication with someone on the other side thing and all you had to tell her was their name and I don't know if she's legit. I just like what she had good reviews. So I was like, I'm going to try it. She was having a sale. And then she also had one of just like your future. And I asked 
when should I have kids? Because I've been really wondering lately, like, should I wait until I'm a little older? Should I start sooner? Yeah. So I asked a psychic. We'll, well see what well, her answer is. Dude, I want to do that. Like, I'm going to check it in a little bit here. She I might even be done because it's 24 hours. So maybe I can read it on here. Anyway, back to this. Light switching on and off. Okay. Electronic switching on and off. Yeah. Disappearing items. Yes. Yes. An everyday object is suddenly missing missing from yes. its usual spot. Dude, I had a crystal that just straight disappeared. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I think I just misplaced it, but I literally don't remember because no, I did, I was I, the last one that the had ocean, it. The ocean, Jasper. That one. Yeah. Oh, you have a you. different one that. Yeah, my celestite missing? went missing from a place that it's blue. What? Do you have it? No. Oh, no, I do I'm not. Really excited. No, I I was just. It's one of my first crystals, and it has a little home next to the sink, and it. It, it was always there, and then all of a sudden it was gone. But anyway, um, an item of a loved one. Randomly coming across something from a loved one who's crossed over might be a sign of a spirit. Well, in, in your grandfather's case, we had a shirt in our closet at that place. Yeah. So it, it does seem like spirits do attach to items. Do attach to items. Were, That's so interesting. Well, because it was their physical item in the real world. So it's like they have a connection So I wonder if it's like a conscious choice after death that they attach to that, or if it's like a pre-death type of thing not sure like how shadows the, sorry shadows but seeing shadows in the corner of your eyes i see that all the time yeah like, oh what was that so it's hard to know if these things are just like coincidences or what but is that just like your brain playing the feeling tricks on of you? being watched an overall feeling in one specific area of the house i've luckily never had that feeling i have being either. watched i haven't really had that either um hot and cold spots Huge fluctuations in temperature. Yeah, when I was you gonna walk say into a specific area, especially cold. I think. Yeah. To be. You walk into like a normal place that's like normal room temperature, but you walk in feels like cold, like like I was walking into like a refrigerator or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Feeling of being touched. Feeling a hand of someone like, like on your brush shoulder on you or poke you or push you or nudge you. Oh my god, this is so creepy! It says especially if the energy is negative, then there can be unexplained scratches. Oh my God, you guys, that is what happened. But to how me. would that be your grandfather then? Then it wasn't my grandfather. It so said it just... only if it was a negative presence. Oh. So I don't know what the fuck it was, but I had this huge scratch mark on my chest, you guys. You have to go watch my video. Just type in Kendall Ray paranormal experience. I got straight up scratched and I really think it was a spirit. That is so scary. And that's when I bought Sage and that's when I started like yeah. taking all the advice from everybody. And, and it, it was an actual like. Yeah. Somebody had scratched like up and down. It wasn't even possible for me to have done it to myself because I had just taken acrylic nails off and my, my nails were paper thin because I kept trying to cr scratch myself after. To see and it was, was like possible. deep, like it something. Was a hand, yeah. it was blood I remember marks. this. Yeah. It was so freaky. It couldn't have been my cat because it was lined up like a hand. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Ugh. I'm normally very, I don't know. That was just so weird. That was so weird. I remember, woke up one day with a triangle. Three no, different. Didn't. I did. I swear to God, I did. Shut I had uh, I had a triangle right in the middle of my chest. Why didn't you tell me this? I did. I think I showed you no. it. There were like two little like scratches like in a triangle. Oh my god, that's freaky. No, <laughs> it's not freaky. You know what it is? Lily. Bed bugs. Don't tell me that. It was bed bugs when you they bite in a triangle formation. Apparently, like it's true. Are you lying to me? No, I'm. 100%. That is bullshit. No, they do. Bed bugs bed bite in bugs a bugs bite triangle. Yeah. They they definitely can make it look like a. I don't see anything about it being. Or maybe it says, not a triangle. Here is this? a straight line. I'm like, what are they doing? Ge geometry over here? Straight lines. <laughs> All right, we got to do this side. When was this? 
This was back in the when we lived in the apartment, I think. Oh, well, fuck. We had bed bugs? I think. You never told me that because I would have dealt with that if I thought we had bed bugs. I think we did at one point. Oh, that's so fucking scary, Josh. Don't even tell me that. <laughs> I haven't had any bites then, so that's good. And no scratch, weird scratches here at our house, so good energy here for sure. All right. So then there's also you can hear uh, or have unexplained smells, cries, whispers, and voices, levitating objects. Hell yeah. As, um, apparitions. Apparitions? Yeah. Seeing a human formed yeah. or an ent- entity. Hmm. Like a hallucination. See orbs. Kind of. orbs. Uh, objects at your feet. Seeing coins, stones, or feathers at your feet are often sent by a loved one or a spirit. Interesting. Animal sensitivity. Your animal reacts particular to a certain area of your house. Yeah, that was Dude, a Lily real would thing. go in, in our room where we were having all these issues and just cry all the time. Just cry at the wall and like we'd hold her up and she'd act like she was looking at something. It was weird. Yeah, she would. I think we had a spirit in that room. In I that swear corner or something. Weird. It was weird. It was. I, I was actually very creeped out at one point just it got really weird it felt like there was something i don't even want to talk about like i seriously saw like this creepy figure in my sleep i cannot even talk about it. it's gonna make me scared yeah but definitely go watch the video because it's weird okay hi honey got anything else nope that was the that was the end of that well awesome do you not have anything else no i think oh then i have a little more oh hit us with it okay well I'm just going to talk about this last one that I thought was interesting. So this is just the scariest urban legend chart for each state. What's the scariest urban legend for Colorado? Colorado. Paul Bunyan. (laughs) I don't know. What would it be? Maybe. um... The Platte River ship. Huh? Wait, is this Colorado? I'm confused. No. That's yeah, that is six. Yeah. Oh, it's not the Platte River then. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Molly Brown. Apparently, I'm dumb. Riverdale Road. Riverdale Road. There was a, there was um. Did you hear about the haunted bridge out by like on my way to my old house that I used to live? There was like that bridge. What was it? Last it used to be called like. Uh, it had a name. It had a name, and it was supposedly haunted there. Like people have died there and stuff on this bridge that goes like out into the middle of nowhere oh, and yeah, and i used to drive over it all all the time even there's at no night too. Out there no there over. there used to be though there's like this legend in like way back when even and because i'm trying to think of like places that i've i've been that have been haunted and been i've felt like they were you know there was some weird energy to that place weird huh let me go through some of these um for people out there, I wonder if any of you guys have heard of them or let me know if you've heard of any of these, Josh. Um, the Dead Children's pl- Playground, Huntsville, Alabama. No. Kushtaka. What's Kushtaka? Literally Kushtaka. Southern Some Alaska. Type of crypt- yeah. Oh, I think it's kind of like a Bigfoot type thing. Kingman, Arizona, Slaughterhouse Canyon. We got to do some podcasts on these things. Yeah. Quitman, Arkansas, Dog Boy. Saint Lu- Saint- Santa Lucia, California, the Dark Watchers. Yeah, Riverdale Road, Thornton, Colorado. Oh, wow. This is like where we used to live, pretty close to it. Riverdale Road is a home to up, a host of legends. Huh. While Riverdale traveling down Road. the road during a full moon, 
one can see hanging bodies of slaves in the trees. What? What? I've never heard of this. I don't. Oh, my. It's a full moon tonight. We should fucking go. Let's go right now. They have their own lady in white. Riverdale Road. But one section of the road led to a mansion that contained a satanic cult. The gate to hell itself is reportedly inside the chicken coop. The <laughs> fuck? I've never heard of this. Holy shit. We, <laughs> you know, guys, we might have to do a whole podcast episode on Riverdale Road. Damn. Maybe I'll have to do a video on it and like go out there, check it out. That's crazy. All right, people. That was enough creepy today. Do you see any others on here? Water Babies Massacre of the Rocks in Idaho. Oh, that this is Hawaii. Weird. Night marchers. Ooh. Ooh. God. All right. Yeah, super interesting stuff. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this spooky month of October with us. It's been fun doing, let's see, recapping. We did Dialatov Pass. Dyatlov Pass. Oh, Dyatlov, whatever. Uh, Solder Children, Gacy. Gacy. Which I just wanted to point out one interesting thing I was thinking about today that I learned today is like the history of like haunted houses goes back really far. Like they were doing it a long time. Like after World War II or um, it actually goes back really far. Like they were doing haunted houses like way back in the day. But what I found interesting is we were talking about John Gacy last week and how he was a member of that club called the jc's oh yeah the j so the jc's were like one of the f- like first organizations to do haunted houses they did haunted attractions which they said were like raising uh. money and stuff. so i was thinking i was like i bet you anything john fucking gacy worked in a haunted house at one point yeah he probably did as something scary i wonder if people that enjoy like seeing people scared or could have been serial killers and just like have self-control work in haunted houses well it's like like there's a reason that people want to have that job i mean i guess it's fun for a lot of people it might just be in fun but like if you're gonna like dedicate your life to doing something like that or do it for years like and the fact that this club that he like ran did these haunted attractions i'm just like god a serial killer like it's just crazy that a serial killer like interacted with young kids and you know did what he did freaky but yeah no i just i thought that was interesting but hope you guys enjoyed these episodes and we're coming right back next week yes with a banger so (laughs) a banger a banger we got we got some great something not scary no we're we're bringing some truth seeking knowledge to you yes about a very very big problem in this country in the world give you a little hint well we're gonna yeah if you want go for prescription drug industry Talking about Big Pharma uh, next episode and some of the awful truths and just different different fucked up things that are happening with it and how it's literally killing opioids specifically are killing so many people in our country. So stay tuned for next week. If you guys would hit the subscribe button on YouTube and iTunes and a at, like and a like, yeah, it really does help us give out. Us a like, give us a subscribe. Also, rating reviews are also very helpful. But yeah. yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram to keep updated with the podcast. It's just at Mile Higher Podcast on Instagram and at Mile Higher Pod on Twitter. Yeah, stay up to date with all the latest. But that is it for us today. It was a pleasure. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it. And happy Halloween, everybody. Stay safe this Halloween, everyone. And always stay woke. And check your fucking candy. Check your candy. See you next time. time.